0: Kent Online News.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.
0: Ishmael Kawaja. Welcome along and thanks for downloading today's podcast, a roundup of all the top stories across Kent for you. Now, first up, health bosses in the county are urging families to celebrate Halloween at home this year. Both KCC and Medway Council say trick-or-treating will put households at risk of coronavirus. That's despite Downing Street suggesting the tradition can go ahead as long as people stick to social distancing. A spokesman for the Prime Minister says people should use common sense in ensuring they're following the rules where they live. Well, to get more on this, I've been chatting with Lauren, who's the senior reporter for our My Kent Family website. So, Halloween, a major tradition for families and children. Can we go trick-or-treating? this year in Kent. What's the guidance?
2: Well, it's a complicated one, I think. Number 10 um, were asked about Halloween and trick-or-treating rules um, yesterday and were told that it will be dependent on your local restrictions and the ones that are in place under the new government three-tier rules. The rules are there for all circumstances, said Downing Street, and people will have to use their common sense in ensuring that they follow those rules. However, both the public health directors for Kent County Council and for Medway Council have come out this morning and are residents and parents if they would kindly keep their children at home. So it's a little bit of a confusing one.
0: What do you make of that from Downing Street? To use our common sense is the term. and It's a term we've become accustomed to. We've heard it before. What do you make of that type of guidance, which is somewhat conflicting, as you've pointed out, with the guidance here in Kent from our health director?
2: Yes, it has conflicted um, with the guidance from health directors. I think that it's a very vague response and I think it relies on families knowing really what is allowed and what isn't. And what they're saying for um, a county like ours, which is that the rule of six will imply indoors and outside. You must follow social distancing. You can only meet family and friends in groups of six or less and use a face covering indoors where the the two metre social distancing may not be possible to apply. Um, So, looking at it that way that would suggest that if you you know want to take your children out and knock on people's doors and you don't step foot over their over their front door and into their house then you probably are okay um but like kcc said they think that it will Place people at risk of coronavirus, and also risks pushing up the rate of infection, which is, I think, that their biggest motivation for asking people to stay at home is to try and keep us in the tier that we're in and not see us um, subjected to, to stricter rules.
0: It was just last week. Andrew Scott Clark, the public health director for Kent, was warning that COVID cases are on the rise, and what we do now will determine how we can celebrate Christmas, which isn't actually that far away now. So, how important this weekend when? Of course, families and and children will be particularly keen to celebrate such a major tradition that we do remain sensible, we stick to the guidance, we follow social distancing.
2: Yeah, I think it's difficult. They have said our infection rate obviously at the moment is a, it's what we think about 52.8, um, but that is up 9%. And we know we've got particular areas um, like the Isle of Sheppey that are, are seeing you know, rapid rises and an increase in that infection. I think it's difficult when it comes to Halloween. Obviously you can go out and wander the streets um, with your children in groups of six or less. But then you knock on somebody's door. They answer the door. Are you closer than two metres as you sort of stand on that threshold possibly? And then you have the issue of obviously the reason that children knock on doors is to collect their sweets and treats. Now, do you pass those over by hand? Do you... Throw them? Do you you know toss them so that the children can collect them in a bucket? Is there a risk with um you know contamination from somebody that you don't know passing something to you and you taking it in your hand? You know we talk about washing hands. We tell children to wash hands a lot, obviously in schools each time they eat or they go for a break or lunch or or a fruit snack or something they're sent to wash their hands in case they've touched something before they put it in their mouth. So it's a bit of a grey area, isn't it? When you when you're taking sweets from a, a stranger's household and then you know even even if you're taking them by hand and you can't and you're maintaining as best you can a two meter or, or you know one and a half meter social distancing what do you then do with those sweets once they're in your bag do you let your children open them is that something to be careful of i think it is it is very difficult and playing a part in not only what kent wants you to do which is to keep the infection rate down across the county so that christmas and you know tougher restrictions are are kept at bay but also you know within your own home what do you risk uh, bringing back indoors
0: so what are some ways that we can actually still celebrate in, in a safe way and adhering to the COVID guidance?
2: Yes, that's right. James Williams, who is the um, Public Health Director for Medway Council, says that, uh, that Medway has put together a long list of things that it hopes families might take on board instead of trick-or-treating this year. And they've popped those onto their, onto their website to give families some ideas for a Halloween party. And they're things like um, watching a spooky movie or, or you know, picking, picking a, a Halloween-themed film, maybe having a pumpkin carving competition amongst members of your family a zoom halloween quiz if we're all brave enough to go back to the days of you know zoom quizzes on a friday and a saturday night um, or a fancy dress competition or the other one that they suggest is a scavenger trail where parents sort of take it upon themselves to maybe do some sort of trail around the house or around the garden um, where kids can sort of get out and hunt for sweets but you're not risking that contamination issue that you are if you start knocking on strangers doors
0: Staying with COVID news and the number of people who've died with the virus in England and Wales has risen for the sixth week in a row. Official figures show 670 deaths were registered in the seven days to October the 16th. That's the highest since the middle of June and it's a jump of 53% on the previous week. Here in Kent, Gravesham now has the second highest coronavirus infection rate. Swale is still top with 116 cases per 100,000 people and Gravesham has not more than 1200 people have tested positive for COVID-19 in the week to last Wednesday. Kent Online News. Next today, a 69-year-old man has died after being hit by a car in Medway. The road was closed for 12 hours after it happened on Four Elms Hill in Chattenden yesterday evening. A 39-year-old man from Rochester has been arrested in connection with the collision. Police are appealing for witnesses. A man's pleaded not guilty to the attempted murder of a woman on a Canterbury housing estate. Linda Smith had to be taken to a London hospital after being stabbed in Riverview in Sturry last month. 23 Rod Reed Gawler, who's from the same area, has been remanded in custody and is due to go on trial next May. Helplines being set up for children in Kent who might be going hungry this half term. Boris Johnson's been under pressure to extend free school meals over the holidays but insists his government's already doing everything it can to support disadvantaged youngsters. Now the county council are offering £15 food vouchers for children in low-income families. Tracy Charlick and Sarah Wilkinson, who volunteer for the Gillingham Street Angels, are handing out emergency parcels. They're worried more people are going to need help. The government should have carried on giving free school meals because of the COVID, because the parents are struggling and um, it's unfair that the children are struggling as well i mean we do give out a lot of food every single day and i have found as i say just the first day today it has been a lot more it is sad i, th- I think it's really really sad that um you can't afford to
2: feed your family that's that's what it comes down to isn't it that's why people use us definitely since half term started today it's been a lot more busier for the children um we always give out cereals ready meals that are cooked We had a lady out there and she did actually sit out there for about an hour and a half in her car and I walked past. Um, She asked me if I worked here and I said yeah. And she said she was so nervous that she couldn't get out of the car to come and ask for a bit of food because she had never done it before.
0: Kent Online News. In other news, a Darford man who was caught with a sawn-off shotgun and 40 cartridges has admitted possessing a firearm. Tyler Tanner was seen getting into a white van in Longfield with a carrier bag in June. Police followed the vehicle to Mepham and found the weapon when they stopped it. The 23-year-old from Henderson Drive will be sentenced in December. If you live in Offham near West Morling, you're being urged to look out for chickens on the loose. Up to 30 birds were found abandoned on the green last Wednesday evening. and The RSPCA only managed to catch 11 of them. They're investigating and want people to call them if they see any more in the area. Preparations are underway for Remembrance Day events in Kent, which will be going ahead next month despite the pandemic. Parades that usually take place in areas like Maidstone, Medway and Canterbury have been cancelled and ceremonies are being scaled back to make them as COVID safe as possible. You can find out what's happening in your area on our website. Now, the producer of Gravesend's socially distanced Panto is hoping it will bring some much-needed festive cheer. Well, originally we had planned Aladdin for this year. Um, but
1: obviously due to social distancing and the the amount of people that were involved with that show because obviously the big big scenery, lots of different places going to like the Cave of Wonders and flying carpets. We needed around six or seven crew backstage to run it. Um, So social distance wise backstage, just trying to keep it to a minimum and making sure everyone's uh, safe. Uh, we decided to change the title just for this year to Rapunzel which we've done before around five years ago as a national tour and it involves l- a lot a lot of less set in it and also a back projection so we can go anywhere we want without having to have someone up upstairs bringing cloths in and out uh, and it also means the cast on stage can move props on and off stage and and keep backstage to a minimum so that's, that's basically why we've changed the title and, uh, um, and we just wanted to bring bring Fun and laughter to to families this Christmas, and just to forget about what's happening for for an hour and a half, and and hopefully go home just feeling a bit more, you know, a a bit more Christmassy as well. Because obviously, at the moment, I don't feel Christmassy, and when I see stuff in the in the shops, I think, oh God, you know, it, it fills me with a little bit of sadness as well. And I think we need a little bit of enlightenment and a bit of fun to to feel Christmassy again. So I'm
0: I'm delighted to be able to have the
1: opportunity to do
0: it. Tom Swift is part of the team behind Rapunzel, which will be on at the Woodville Theatre from December the 11th. It's been written specially to conform to the current coronavirus guidelines, and there will only be half the usual audience capacity. You can see pictures and video of the cast on our website. And finally, Michael Bublé is hoping to come to Kent as part of his UK tour next summer. He's due to perform at the Spitfire St. Lawrence Cricket Ground in Canterbury on July 10th. It could hold 20,000 people if coronavirus restrictions Are lifted by then. Tickets go on sale on Friday morning.
1: Kent Online Sports.
0: To football now, and Gillingham will be hoping to get back to winning ways in League One later. They've lost their last three in a row, all 2 0, and have dropped to 14th in the table. Tonight, they're away to Ipswich Town, who are 10 places above them. Well, our sports reporter Luke Cordell has been giving us his thoughts ahead of tonight's game. It's another
3: tough game for Jules tonight Um, in what is uh, quite a busy run of games. They're playing Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday for uh, quite a few weeks now as the uh, busy schedule um, takes effect. Um, They've been playing some hard teams as well. Portsmouth, Fleetwood, teams that have been expected to be up there this season challenging for promotion. um, Ipswich are are one of them, again, that, that should be seen as one of the teams that are likely to be challenging for promotion. They were sitting top of the league um, a week or so ago but they've lost two games in a row and um, they lost 4-1 to Doncaster they just lost to Lincoln City as well. Uh, Gillingham themselves not in great form at the minute three straight defeats all 2-0 defeats as well so they're not scoring either. They had quite a few chances on Saturday against Fleetwood the problem was they, wasn't, they weren't taking them and um, the management wanted to see an improvement in the team after defeats to MK Dons and Portsmouth. There were definitely improvements they looked a lot better going forward they created chances they looked quite dangerous but um they, they couldn't take the chances they had some really good ones as well they hit the woodwork a couple of times but Fleetwood got the first goal and then and that was sort of um pretty much it really then they scored a second in stoppage time so we're going to the game tonight with three straight defeats behind them but they have been improvement and hopefully if they can keep improving they've got a Fairly good chance of getting a result against Ipswich, albeit against a team that spend big. They're obviously a, a major team in League One. They used to play top league football. They want to get promoted for the Championship. Um, last season, they were looking to go straight back into the Championship after relegation, but that didn't work out for them. They actually finished below Gillingham in 11th, which was a major disappointment for the team. They'll the pressure will be on, and, and Steve Evans has said in his comments this week that the pressure will all be on Ipswich tonight. They're the team with the expectations, with all the, the money behind them, the, the big fan base, everything is geared up at Portman Road for a championship or Premier League football. It's um, It's a massive task for Gillingham tonight.
0: Kick off this evening is at 7 and don't forget you can follow Kent Online jewels on Twitter for regular updates. Well, that's it for today but you can find more news over at kentonline and you can also subscribe to the IM news app. That will give you access to all KM group newspapers and to do it just head to iliftmediasubs.co.uk.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online
3: podcast.